Hey, everybody. Good to be with you. Hope you are hanging in. Um, hope you're doing more than just hanging in. I hope you are uh, figuring out how to thrive in this season. I hope you're engaging practices of lament. I hope you're um, you're being led to ask, how do I not just look at the trials in front of me, but look through them in faith to uh, what growth and new life might look like in this season. Uh, today, we're going to turn uh, to Luke 22, and I think I'm going to start around verse 41. This is a passage that I just love to teach out of. I think there's so much there. I think part of it is this is one of the most human um, moments that we see uh, Jesus engaged in. So as followers of Jesus, we, we believe we have this sort of mysterious idea. Jesus was both fully God and fully man, and nowhere do we see this uh, so clearly than right here in this passage. Jesus is praying. And the only place that I can find where Jesus is praying for himself uh, is is here, like praying for his own wants. And what's so interesting here is he gets unanswered prayer. So I want to take a few minutes this morning and talk about uh, the prayer of relinquishment. Maybe this is a word that you've never heard before, relinquishment, but I think this is a powerful prayer in this season that we're all in. So Luke 22 and uh, verse 41, he withdrew. He's in the, um, on the Mount of Olives. He's with his apprentices, with his disciples. He says he withdrew from them about a stone's throw. And then he knelt down and prayed saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. This is a very uh, Hebrew way of saying, I don't want uh, to go through with this, this, this plan. I don't want, in this context, I don't want to go to the, the cross. He, he, he's been shown, uh, just knows what he is supposed to do, the pain he's about to walk into. And he goes, Lord, I don't want that. Will you take this, this cup from me? Nevertheless, he says, not my will, but yours be done. It says later on in verse 44, being in agony, he prayed more earnestly and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Lord, I don't want to go through this, but nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Jesus here is putting on a, on a workshop on one of the most profound ways that a person can pray. So the incarnate son of God praying through his tears, not receiving what he asks, saying, is there any other way that people can redeem, be redeemed? And somewhere in there, there's clearly the answer. Well, no. Will you take this cup? No. He gets unanswered prayer. Right here we have like the complete laying down of human will. Now, we talked about this a few days back with the Daily Bread podcast, but our, we're prone to pray, my will be done. Thy will be done, like your will be done. Sounds nice as long as it doesn't interfere or mess with your will. And so as a follower of Jesus, um, we're, we're to ask, what, what do most, when we think about what do most people want, we're fine with thy, like thy will, until it crosses paths with ours. Jesus here is concerned with, with ultimate truth, what the, the, the Father's will ultimately is. And what he shows us here is the way of abandonment, or you could say the way of surrender, traditionally been called the way of relinquishment. My will, my way, my good, or the perception of what my good is must yield 
must bow, he is saying, to a, a higher authority. This is a prayer essentially of, of crucifixion. There's a, a dying here. Uh, in Galatians, Paul writes, It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It's this desire, uh, as one um, church father said, to be fully human and fully alive. This is what Jesus does. It's not getting rid of your... your um, your wants or your desires or your personality or who you are. No, the prayer of relinquishment or the really the, um, the path of the follower of Jesus and laying down our life is that we may be made whole. We're acknowledging, we're acknowledging things aren't, aren't all right, even in our, own, in our own hearts. Soren Kierkegaard writes, I love this, God creates everything out of nothing and everything which God is to use, he first reduces to nothing. God creates everything out of nothing, he writes, and then everything which God is to use, he first reduces to nothing. So if we're talking about crucifixion of the will, then that means we're not talking about obliteration of the will. Crucifixion always has resurrection tied to it. God's not destroying the will, but transforming it so that over a process of time and experience, we can freely uh, will what God wills or want what God wants. Uh, so how, how do we do this? Because if you've ever tasted this prayer of relinquishment, you know how sweet it is. There's like a, an intimate place you get to with God. Um, the, the will, our will is surrendered moment by moment, right? You, you, you can't kind of do this in a vacuum. It's in the face of ordinary decisions of home and family and job. You can't prescribe it. But there's a few practices, I think, to consider. One is just learning the prayer of self-emptying. Um, I think of Philippians 2, where we uh, read Jesus, who was in the form of God, but who voluntarily took the form of a servant and became obedient to the point of death, became nothing, the nature of a servant. He poured himself out. He's like, here's, this is all I got. So I think it starts this posture, because you could even think of the prayer of relinquishment as a sort of posture of life. Like I, I'm, I'm acknowledging what I want, but I'm recognizing it, it may not always be what's what's best for me or best for the world around me. And so it begins with just a posture of self-emptying. Uh, second, just learning the prayer of surrender. This again is Jesus in the garden saying, not my will, but yours be done. Not my will, but yours be done. I'm hoping to avoid the cup. I'm, I'm struggling with, Jesus in this passage is struggling with how his friends are, are uh are, are present to him. They're, they're not paying attention. They're, they're not doing what he asked. He asked them to stay awake and watch and they fall asleep. Like you're, you're, you're taking all of the, the desires in your heart and you're surrendering them. Not my will, but yours be done. Third is the prayer of release. So Jesus, when he's on the cross, there's this famous moment where he says, Lord, into your hands, I commit my spirit. Is this uh, one of these final words where he's just going, I, th this thing that I wanted to avoid, the cup that I wanted to have passed, the, I, I'm, I'm now living this painful situation and I just let go. I think that there is a prayer here for us. What's been helpful for me is the prayer that says, Lord, into your hands I commit my expectations. 
Into your hand, I commit my career. Into your hands, I commit my finances. Into your hands, I commit my, my worry and my control. To be clear, it's a prayer of death. It's a prayer of the cross. And then lastly, there's the prayer of resurrection. I only want back what's from you. That's what the prayer of resurrection says. Lord, I only want back what's, I only want back what's from you. It's, it's, a, it's, the, it's the end of the refinement process. Like, God, I just, I just want all the goodies. I want all the good stuff. I want, I want all the, the stubble burned up. When we pray this, this prayer, when we, when we are able to empty ourselves and recognize our, what our posture should be and are able to pray a prayer of surrender and learn how to release and entrust outcomes, Lord, into your hands. And then we, we pray, you know, wrapped up in this prayer of relinquishment is this prayer of resurrection, Lord, so I only want back what's of you. Uh, it can release unbelievable power. In this prayer, we're acknowledging that God could do anything, even in the worst case scenario. It releases something in us. Richard Foster uh, says, we have no fatalist resignation. So he's talking about followers of Jesus. We're not fatalists. We are buoyed up by a confident trust in the character of God. Even when all we see are the tangled threads on the backside of life's tapestry, We know that God is good. Even when everything looks like it's going south, even in the middle of a pandemic, we know that God is good and is out to do us good always. And that gives us hope to believe that we are the the victors, the winners, regardless of what we are being called upon to relinquish, to surrender. God is inviting us deeper in and higher up. There is a training in righteousness, transforming power, and new and deeper intimacy and new joys. There's, a, there's an invitation here for us to like walk up to the fear that we have in our life and look it full in the face, never forgetting that God and his power are still the ultimate supreme reality. And we do that, the fear evaporates, and I think there's a, like a power that's released. This isn't about being pain avoidant. This happens in the process of, of, of even lamenting, naming the ache and saying, this is how I want to respond or this is how I want to see fixed. But I recognize my own limited capacity and Lord, I pray. Yeah, but not my will, but yours. I think there's all sorts of beauty and joy, like Foster says, deeper intimacy. I was thinking about the joy part. It, when Jesus says, uh, or what's written about Jesus says, for the joy set before Jesus, he went to the cross. I've loved that passage, and there's so much there. But for the joy set before Jesus, he endured the cross, indicating that there is actually a joy in this path of surrender, relinquishment, and death, because we know resurrection and new life, new outlook, a maturity, like we talked about on Sunday an endurance, a fresh outlook, a refinement that will feel painful, but will, will uh, help move us into the people who are fully human and fully alive that we want to be, people of love and faith and hope. So may you be able to pray this prayer of surrender, pray a prayer of release with whatever you need to release and entrust 
and may experience the power of, of resurrection and new life. Peace be with you.